Amen. Thank you, Sister Tracy. Thank you all so much. It was a joy. I stood back there this morning at the bulletin board and reading some of those notes and uh, just, uh, just blessed my heart. So thank you uh, very much for that. I want to say uh, thank you. We had a lot of things going on this week. Uh, those of you that were able to make the, uh, the funeral uh, yesterday for Brother Dennis Chandler. Uh, Brother Dennis uh, passed away a couple of weeks ago and uh, just suddenly he was here on Sunday and uh, then I believe Monday night or Tuesday uh, just passed away in his sleep and so uh, our hearts were heavy but uh, thank you for all the church members that were able to show up yesterday for that family and it was a blessing to them all the comments uh, was just it was good and they needed to hear that and to know that Brother Dennis was loved and um, Amen. We, we appreciate that. We had a, a beautiful wedding Friday night. Jordan and Jaslyn were married, and what a beautiful time. And it's, so, it's wonderful to have all of Judy's family this morning, her mom and dad and sisters and family. Uh, we're so glad that, that y'all are here and uh, able to stay over before they have to go home. And uh, we just pray, Lord, bless them. So we're glad that you're here today. I'm going to talk about... Uh, a subject today. My daddy used to say, sometimes he would preach a message and he would tell me afterwards, I, I needed to know a little bit more what I was talking about. <laughs> so I'm going to talk to you today about a subject that I don't know everything about. I need to know a lot more about it. Uh, I know a little bit. Uh, I've pulled together a lot of other people's thoughts and predictions and comments and thoughts on this subject. Uh, we're going to look at some scripture, and uh, but I'm just telling you today, today is not a day to be fearful. Today is a day of expectancy. Today is a day uh, uh, to get ready, to prepare. But today we want to talk about Israel. We want to talk about the war in Israel. We want to talk about prophecy. What is going on? Have you heard anybody say that? What is going on? Does this mean anything? Well, I'm just going to lay some things out, and we're going to read some Scripture, and we're going to look. And as I said, I don't know everything, and I sure don't know when everything is going to happen. But I do know that Jesus specifically gave us some ideas, and he said, of the times and seasons, you're going to know. And I have a feeling that we're in the season. That things are beginning to turn. And we're going to look uh, at some different things today. And man, I definitely need some wisdom today. Uh, one Sunday school teacher asked her class of little boys, Why was Solomon so smart? Why did Solomon have so much wisdom? One little boy raised his hand and said, Because he's had so many wives to tell him, He had so many wives to advise him. Well, I only have one. She's pretty smart. But we don't know everything. But can I tell you, I know somebody that does know everything. And I believe we're in a season. It's time to look up. So I'm going to read a couple of scriptures. We're going to explain more as we go on. And we're going to look at what's happening in Israel and uh, why they're so hated. And how, it all started there, and it's all going to end there. And um, 
we just ask for favor. Let me just pray. Father, today I need you. I need your wisdom. Father, guide my, my thoughts and, and, and my lips. Lord, let me speak truth. And Lord, I pray that uh, you, you, you're going to bring it all to pass. Lord, we don't understand all, but I thank you for revelation. I thank you, Lord, for opening our eyes and our ears. Father, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. And so, Lord, we just listen today in Jesus' name. And everybody said a big amen. As I was watching the news, as I saw what was happening there in Israel and as I read this scripture, it just, I see some things. This is Luke chapter number 21. Luke chapter 21. We're also going to look at Revelation chapter 12 in a few moments. But Luke 21 verse 7. They're talking. Jesus is talking. He has just told them uh, that, that no stone will stand upon another. We're talking about the temple. They got so upset because he said that this would be destroyed. He had said the temple will be destroyed and he would build it back in three days. Now, he was speaking of himself. They this misunderstood. They couldn't understand it all. But I'm telling you, I was there. We stood right there where that temple was. And all of those rocks, some of them as big as school buses are strewn and spread all across that area. When Jesus said this temple is going to fall and not one rock will stand upon another, it happened. Everything that Jesus said was going to happen, happened. And there's so many things that are for then, for now, and for the future. So many things happened. When he said Israel is going to be destroyed, their enemy is going to come, it happened time and time again. Yet, it is still pointing to that ultimate and final time of destruction. So I watched the news and thought of this. Luke chapter 21, verse 7. They said, teacher, they asked, when will this happen? What sign will show us that these things are about to take place? He replied, don't let anyone mislead you. There will come many in my name claiming I'm the Messiah and saying the time has come, but don't believe them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, don't panic. Yes, these things must take place first, but the end won't follow immediately. Then he added, nation will go to war against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes. There will be famines and plagues in many lands, and there will be terrifying things and great miraculous signs from heaven. But before all this occurs, there will be a time of great persecution. You'll be dragged into synagogues and prison. You'll stand trial before kings and governors because you're my followers. But this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. So don't worry in advance what you're going to answer the charges against you. For I'll give you the right words and such wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to reply or refute you. Even those closest to you, parents, brothers, relatives, and friends will betray you. They'll even kill some of you. Everyone will hate you because you're my followers. But not a hair of your head will perish. By standing firm, you'll win your souls. And when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then you'll know that the time of its destruction has arrived. Then in those 
Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. Those in Jerusalem must get out. Those in the country should not return to the city, for those will be the days of God's vengeance, and prophetic words from Scripture will be fulfilled. How terrible it will be for pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. For there will be disaster in the land, great anger against his people. They will be killed by the sword and sent away as captives to all nations of the world. Jerusalem will be trampled down by the Gentiles until the period of Gentiles comes to an end. And there will be strange signs in the sun, moon, the stars. And here on earth the nations will be in turmoil. Perplexed by the roaring seas and strange tides, people will be terrified at what they see coming upon the earth. For the powers in heaven will be shaken. Then everyone will see the Son of Man coming on a cloud with power and great glory. So when all these things begin to happen, stand and look up for your salvation is near. Can I get a big amen? October the 7th, 2023, just a few days ago, Hamas surprisingly attacked Israel, 5,000 missiles of ground invasion, killing over 1,000 Jews. Israelis kidnapped. As I read that scripture, I saw as they led pregnant women, children, away. Americans are involved in it. Many taken hostages now. What's happening to them at this moment? What are they suffering? As we sit right here in a comfortable chair, there are people being persecuted. What? There's a hatred. And this is, and I'm going to share with you a minute, this is not just a political thing. This is not just a natural thing. This has a spiritual origin from the beginning. A hatred for Israel. All through the nations, the Jews, I mean the most persecuted nation, way back, Egypt, the Pharaoh declared, kill all the firstborn of Israel. Throw the babies into the river. But we know God spared Moses. Moses became a deliverer. It was Haman of Persia during Esther's time that looked to destroy Mordecai's people and threw all out. Amen. He said, you're gonna, there's going to be a day. You're gonna, on this day, you can rise up and kill Jews. We just heard a call from the Atola for a day of jihad to kill Jews. I'm telling you, we're living in a day just like that day. Antiochus Epiphanes said you will speak against the Most High and oppress his saints and try to set the times and the laws in Daniel. It was Herod the Great that gave the orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity. The Romans in 70 A.D. killed and drove out the Jews, making Jerusalem a non-Jewish state. Hitler killed over 6 million and then millions more killed by Stalin. Let's look at the wars. That the Arab nations have fought against the Jews. Now, remember, I've told you this so many times, but just in case there's someone that doesn't know what this is all about, God spoke to Abraham and said, Abraham, I want you to leave your country and go, and I'm going to show you a land. I'm going to give you descendants. I'm going to make you a great nation. And he said, I'm going to give you a son. Him and Sarah were older in age. They waited on that son, they waited on that son, they waited on that son, and she never got pregnant, it never happened. They felt like they were too old, and they needed to help God. 
she said, Abraham, why don't you take my handmaid and have a child with her? Maybe we, God will do it that way. We don't find Abraham saying, no, that's not a good idea. <laughs> he said, okay, sounds good to me. I'll sleep with him. He did. And they had a son named Ishmael. God said, that's not my plan. Sarah did get pregnant. She had another child, and they named him Abraham. I, I'm sorry, Isaac. Abraham's his daddy. They named him Isaac. After a while, Isaac and Ishmael, as boys do, would fight, but the fight was really between Sarah and Hagar. She said, I can't stand that woman. I can't stand to look at her. I can't stand to see what, get her out of here. And Abraham didn't want to, but he sent him away. And out in the desert, dying, God showed up, an angel, and said, I'll make of him also, because I'm a God of covenant, I'm a God of promise. I said I would cause his descendants to be great, and I will make a great nation out of him. Well, Ishmael is the father of all the Arab nations, the Muslim nations. Isaac goes on to become the father of the Israelites, of the Jews. Those two boys have been fighting this whole time. Now, what if Abraham and Isaac, I'm sorry, Abraham and Sarah, had just waited on God? You see, consequences, our actions have consequences, don't they? We're still facing that today. This fight, this is my land, this is my land, God gave this land to the Jews. And so this has been a fight ever since. And so those Arab nations from Ishmael have fought and have attacked Israel 1948 49, 1956, 1967, 1973, 1982, 2006, and now then again in 2023. The Yom Kippur War in 73 involved the Arab nations of Egypt, Syria, Jordan, Iraq, Libya, Morocco, Sudan, and other Arab nations. And now then, we have another nation that their whole philosophy, their whole purpose is to destroy Israel, and that is Iran. Iran is the number one proponent of terrorism. They're the ones who support Hamas, Hezbollah, even all of it that we fought against, ISIS, and, and, and uh, there's a ton of them. I don't know all the terrorist groups. But their whole purpose, their whole existence is about one thing. And that is about destroying the Jews. You know, we all talk about Google. We Google it. Google it. Did you know in February of 2012... 24,400,000 hits on Google. People just, they, they Googled destroy Israel. But October the 10th, 2023, 608 million hits on Google on how to destroy Israel. 
24 times more. There's a hatred growing and building, and it, you see it in our own nation. Yet America stands behind Israel. We see that there is a, 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 a faction, and don't think, amen, that that same group is not right here on our soil. And when those are over there calling for jihad and for to kill, it will happen on, don't think we're safe here. It's not just happening there. We're living in a time that it's time to be vigilant. It's time to keep our eyes open. It's time to pray. It's time to look up. It's to the point anti-Semitism is growing so fast. It's to the point uh, Joseph Schuster, he's a lead uh, a Jewish leader in Germany, and he's telling them, don't wear uh, your, your, your little uh, kippahs. Wear baseball caps. It's too dangerous. To enter a synagogue today in Sweden, you've got to go through checkpoints like the airport. Children play behind bulletproof glass. They live their whole life. This, the, the Iron Dome there in Israel, these other countries have been shooting rockets nonstop for years. But Israel's mission, missile defense, just keeps knocking them. They live hearing those sirens and run into shelters. We don't know what that's like. We got all annoyed when they did the national test and beeped our phones. Yet those live in fear daily. 2018, the U.K. logged 1,382 hate crimes against Jews. The U.S. anti-Semitic incidents have rose by 57, 57%, the largest increase in, ever recorded right here in this nation. What's happening? Something's happening. You see, Satan has hated God's people. When? Okay. Satan was the worship leader in heaven. He was beautiful. Instruments, music just came out of him. But Bible says pride entered his heart. And he said, I will ascend above God. And God kicked Satan out of heaven. Jesus said, I saw Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Satan led a rebellion in heaven, and a third of the angels went with him. Come his demonic forces. Satan has hated God, everything about God from the beginning. And then God created what we know. And God created man in his image. And Satan hated him. Satan started that very moment. As he began to slip in the garden, he began to bring deception. Did God say, God doesn't want you to be like God? And we don't have time to go into all that. But because of that deception and his hatred for God and God's creation, what at God gave Adam and Eve authority over this earth. He said, you have authority. You can rule over it. You subdue it. They should have put that snake under their feet and said, I rebuke you. Get out of the garden. But because of deception, sin entered in 
and Adam and Eve fell. They were naked and and ashamed. They tried to cover themselves. God kicked them out of the garden, took them away from the tree of life, and man began to die. Because God said the day you eat it, you're going to surely die. They didn't die that day, but they began to die. Satan has hated God's people, God's children. And that day, God said to the serpent, you're going to crawl on your belly. The heel of woman is going to bruise your head. And Satan began to look. Where's this threat coming from? Where's this Messiah coming from? And that's why he began to destroy. He knew he was coming. He knew he was coming. And one day, born of a virgin, Jesus came on the scene. The Messiah. And Satan said, I've got to kill him. I've got to destroy him. And he had a good plan, didn't he? And he hung him on the cross. And he gave his life. But on the third day, he got up again. And he went to descended into hell. And he took the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And he conquered Satan. And then he said, I'm going away to prepare a place for you. And I'm going to come again and receive you to myself. And Satan's hatred for God's people continues. For what happened. For what he did. For what he couldn't stop. And what he still can't stop. Jesus is coming. When? Where? How? We see it. We know the Antichrist is going to rise. But the Bible says, now, maybe all this stuff is coincidence. I don't know. I'm not sure. I just know the Bible says that there's going to be signs. He said, we'll know the seasons. We'll see the times. He said, there's going to be signs in the heavens. Astrologer, you know, there was a sign when Jesus was born. There was a star born in Bethlehem, wasn't it? And they followed that star. It's always been a sign to the Jews, to the unbelievers. He said, there'll be a sign. They've always seen the constellation Virgo. It's Latin, virgin. We find in Revelation chapter 12, it says, a great and wondrous sign in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet. And a crown of twelve stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain and was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in the heaven. An enormous red dragon with seven heads, ten horns, seven crowns on his head. His tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that he might devour her child the moment it was born. She gave birth to a son, a male child who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up to God and to his throne. When the dragon saw that he had been hurled to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the child. He hates the Jewish people. Through them, Messiah came. Through them, we have the word of God. Through holy men of old, prophets, that God moved on, gave us this word. He's hated this woman, this child. 
maybe it's a complete coincidence. I don't know. I, I'm not an astrologer. I don't know about the stars and the suns and all that. But I do know what I see. So, in September of 2018, would, would you put that picture up? Now, y'all tell me. Maybe this is all coincidence. September the 23rd, 2017, this happened for the first time. Virgo, this constellation that they call the woman, virgin. The Bible says the, the, the woman was clothed with the sun. We just read that scripture. At this particular time, 2017, all of a sudden this constellation lines up where the sun is at her head, the moon is at her feet, and Leo, the twelve stars, align at her head as a crown. And all of a sudden, Jupiter comes down and goes into where her womb would be. And it rotated in and out of there for about nine months and then went out. And at that time, people begin to say, this could be the end. This is looking like things are happening. Major things, and I don't have time to go into it, major things did happen in Israel, some good things. We, we had through that time and after that, the Abraham Accord that President Trump set into effect, they tried to bring peace. One thing that they're trying to take away right now is all that and, 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 the, and the peace treaties. All this is getting set up for the peace that the Antichrist will bring. So, people say, well, nothing happened with that. No, nothing happened. That began to kind of shift. It moved away. And, and all of a sudden, September of 2023, last month, all of this lined up again. Different stars on her head. At this time... Down in there, there's all these asteroids, all these comets and things. Some of them are called Laban. One's called Ukraine. You can go look at it. There's a whole bunch of names that are happening right now in the world. But here's what happened that didn't happen in 2017. Now, I'm telling you, I, I, I don't know if this means anything. I'm just telling you what I saw. Back in the 80s, 87, somewhere back in the 80s. A man by the name of J.C. Child discovered a new comet, an asteroid. And guess what they, he named it, or they named it? Child, after him. Makes sense, huh? That comet and asteroid has sat right there in that spot all this time. It's never moved since he named it. Can I read this again? A great sign, wonder sign appeared in the heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, the moon under her feet, a crown of 12 stars at her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain, was about to give birth. September 2023, for some reason, I don't know why, I think it's coincidence, that asteroid called Child started moving. And it came down and it moved 
right into the womb of the woman of that constellation. And then all of this stuff happened. I don't know. Is it, could it be prophetic? Could, could, could it be that this is the great sign in heaven? Now, we know all the natural implications. We know the woman. We know the child. We know all this. But see, there are people that all signs have been for the Jews. These signs that, that helped, to help them believe, to help them understand. And every time something happens, something good or something bad has happened to Israel. And all of a sudden, now is, is this what Revelation 12 is talking about? I don't know. All I know is that this constellation lined up just like that. Now Jupiter's gone. That was 2017. But in September 2023, that asteroid called Child just moved in. Now that's all kind of go moving out. It, it change, things change and go all the time. But all of a sudden, now we have everything that's happening now. I don't know. I just know it's time to look up, I think. He said, when you see all these things, look up. So what's going to happen? We know what's coming. Out of this war, is Iran going to get involved? Probably. What will that cause us to do? Get involved. We're sending warships. They're saying, they're saying, oh, no, we're not going to do anything, whatever. Pastor Marcello's nephew is in the Navy. They're already, they're in route. So all these people that are in the Navy, a fan, whatever, they know. This morning, they've ordered the second round of ships and things headed to that region. So you have Hezbollah here. You have Hamas here. You have Israel calling up 360,000 troops, getting ready to go in. When you see war, when you see them, surrounded them. So let, let's just look at what people are saying. We talked about the hate. The head of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard, Hossein Salami, said, it is Tehran's strategy to wipe Israel off the global map. And any war that starts will end with its elimination. That's their desire. Iranian Brigadier General Mohammad Reza uh, Nadi said, Wiping Israel off the map is not up for negotiation. That's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to try to do. Iran Supreme Leader Ayatollah uh, Allah Khamenei, Khamenei taunted Israel on October 10th afterwards on Twitter and called them Zionist tyrants. You'll never arise from your defeat. You brought this calamity on yourself. And he praised Hamas for its brazen assault on them. And once again, he called for Israel's extermination. And what, God, what does God think about it? Once again, he said, you're going to hear wars, rumors of wars. You're going to see all this. There's going to be earthquakes. So October the 7th. Hamas attacked Israel. Two days later, there was a 6.3 earthquake in that region, Iraq, Afghanistan, all in that area that killed over 1,200 people. Accident? Just chance? I 
don't know. What do you think? So you see, the, 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 the prophetic clock, the clock's ticking. Time's passing. Jerusalem becomes the focus. This little sliver. You notice God said it's not, it's not going to be uh, in Texas. It's not going to be California. It's not going to be uh, anywhere. He, it, it all started in this little place called Jerusalem. Zechariah said on that day when all nations of the earth are gathered against her, I will make Jerusalem an immovable rock for all the nations. And all try to, that all who try to move it will injure themselves. You see, God has already declared that he's going to fight for his people. And even though he allows, because of their disobedience, their rejection of them, if them to be punished and cause them to be scattered, he's regathered them and he said in the end that when the enemies surround them and come against them, that he, God himself, will fight for them as in the days of old. What does that mean? Remember when the Egyptians were chasing the Israelites through the Red Sea and the Bible says God looked out of the clouds and all their chariot wheels fell off. I don't know exactly how it's going to happen, or I just know it's going to be miraculous. Over and over, Miss Amy just taught on Wednesday night how Jerusalem, Israel was scattered, and it was prophesied, and all this prophecy comes together. Ezekiel 37 talks about the bones coming back together, and God shows, I mean, the attacks coming from the north, and we, we know about Gog and Magog, and uh, we, we see uh, Russia in the Middle East. We see Persia. We, we see Cush. I'll put all these that he said that would come against them. Well, who are those nations now? Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, Egypt, Sudan, Libya, Syria, Turkey. See, I, I, I don't think these attacks are these attacks. I think they're just the beginning of them. I say, I say, when he said, when you see all these things, this is the beginning of sorrows. So what's coming? Well, Max Abrams, he, he said war is likely to spread to the West Bank. Hezbollah is probably going to come in. They're, they're, Lebanon and Syria are going to get involved. Saudi Arabia, uh, they're, they're probably going to stand. And, because see, Saudi Arabia and Israel is trying to make a peace treaty. That was fixing to happen. But it would have been detrimental to Iran previous administration had tried to stop the nuclear thing. They had put a kind of a pre pressure on their oil production. Put sanctions on them. Froze money. But in the last couple of years, they were given back all their oil rights. So they went from three or four hundred thousand barrels a day to three million barrels a day. All of those sanctions were not really lifted. They just weren't obeyed. Money was continued to give. A, a fund, now I'm not trying to be political, I'm just telling you what happened. A fund that had been set up that any Palestinian, Arab, any of those nations, if they would go in and kill Jews, their families would be paid and taken care of. And that was stopped. But in the last couple of years, that fund was allowed to go back into effect. Why is all this happening? I don't know. Why are they allowing this? Why? I, I, I don't know, except it's setting 
things up for prophecy to be fulfilled. I've got so many, and I'm going to skip a bunch of quotes from different people, but these military people are saying that, that this, is, this is what's going to happen. Uh, the Wall Street Journal said Iran, well, they, they helped to, to, to plan the plot. They gave times and where and all the different things, uh, even though that's trying to be quietened down. Uh, Skip a lot of this. I'm not sure if all these people are telling the truth or not. I'm just telling you what everybody's saying. But there's a lot of the big people that are saying that Iran will, it is a legitimate attack for Israel because they're the surrogate. They're the ones pushing it, so they very well may, if they keep pushing. Now, if, uh, oh, Iran just said, if Israel, if y'all go in to Gaza City, then we will get involved. Well, I can promise you they're going. And for our government, administration just now told them, hey, please show, show restraint. I'm going to ask you a question. When they, bomb, when they came over on 9-11 and bombed and put airplanes into our towers and killed thousands of people, did we listen to any country that told us to have restraint? We went with all of our force and we took them out. They have the right to do that. Well, why? Why is it necessary? For, for, because, because Iran is trying to build nuclear weapons. And of all the nations, most people that have nuclear weapons have enough sense not to use them. But that nation, if they get one, they will put it off in Israel because their whole purpose is to destroy them. It is important that we try to stop as long as possible. Let's close up. Let's wrap it. Let, let's get to the. Let's get to the heart of the. As us, as a church, as a Christian people, as a nation, what's going to happen? Well, all this war, it's going to get ugly. Now, is this the one, or is this just another of the ones? I don't know. Is all the signs that are coming that lining up? Is this telling us? Because here's what's going to happen. War is going to get ugly. And then someone will rise and be able to bring peace to that whole region. And they'll make a treaty. And they, the Bible says they'll cry peace and safety. And the Antichrist will set up and he'll begin to rule. The Jews will think he is the Messiah. They'll think he was the one because of deception, signs and wonders, the false prophet. All these things will be happening. And they'll think, oh, he's the Messiah. Three and a half years, there will be peace. And then the Bible says that the Antichrist, fore, forerunner of him was Antiochus Epiphanes that offered a swine on their altar. Once again, he will set himself up as God. Their eyes will be opened that he is not the Messiah. He is the Antichrist. And then they will begin to flee. And that's where the Bible says that he will destroy and kill. But a remnant will be saved. And then comes the battle of Armageddon. It's all started over there. Y'all realize all that area is where the Garden of Eden was? 
where everything started. Now, Jerusalem, where the Messiah came. And that eastern gate, the Bible said that Jesus is coming back and he's going to go through that eastern gate. So guess what the Muslims have done? Two things to keep Messiah from coming back. Number one, they have bricked up and concreted up that eastern gate. Number two, they have put a cemetery in front of the eastern gate because no Jew will go through a cemetery. It makes them unclean. Do you think those two things is going to stop the Messiah, Jesus' second coming, from coming back and entering in again? They got another thing coming. Not going to happen. One day, one day, and then a thousand years of peace, the millennial reign. And then Satan is loosed again for a season. And he stirs them all up again. And they come together, and that's that last battle. But they'll be destroyed. Satan will be cast into the bottomless pit for eternity. And then we'll go on being with the Lord. Uh, now, I don't know how it all happens, how it comes about, what's the dates and the times. When I just know it's closer today than it was yesterday. Pastor, am I going to be alive when Jesus comes? Well, Brother Dennis went to be with Jesus two weeks ago. So Jesus came for him. Jesus is coming for all of us, whether it's today, tomorrow, whether he's coming. The key, what's the key? Pastor, what's the key? Be ready. Be ready. Look up. It's not a time to be fearful. It's not a time to be afraid. It's time to look and see what's going on. Study it, read it. The more you study and read it, the less you understand. The more confused you get sometimes. The more people you read, read this one, they'll say one thing, they'll say one thing, they'll say one time, they'll say another time. This, it can just confuse you. Just know this, Jesus is coming. He promised. I am going to prepare a place for you, and I'm going to come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, you may be also. Satan has hated the plan of God and God's people from the beginning. And his attack on the church, on the Jewish people, on what God loves most, has never let up. It's intensified, and it's going to get worse. So be ready. Just be ready. Let's, let's say, Lord, first of all, we say, come quickly, Lord Jesus. But then we say, wait a minute, Lord. I got friends, I got relatives, I, I've got people that don't know you, that are not serving you. Lord, you know, it's like a peach. They, they say a peach, if you get ready to pick it, if you get it and kind of pull, if the branch bends down, it's not ready. But when you reach up to get it, if you pull and it just lets go of the stem, that it's, it's ripe and ready. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people today that are not ready to let go of this world. They're not ready to let go of 
their plans and their purposes and their things. You know, in Noah's time, there, there was some stuff that didn't float in Noah's time. There's some stuff that don't float in our time. Sin, deception, destruction, perversion. Those things sunk. Those things got people left. But God made a way of escape. He gave Noah a hundred years to build that boat and to preach. And everybody mocked him. And they died. Today, the church preaches Jesus Christ, as we said it earlier, is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by Him, and the world laughs and says we're crazy. But I'm telling you, Jesus is your only hope out of this thing. He's our only hope. A lot of stuff happening. We, 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 stuff's just coming out constantly. People are just saying this and that. And I read and I see things and I'm like, I, I, people ask me all the time, what do you think about this? I don't know. I'm not sure. Why well, I hate to even show you things or read things here that other people say, whatever, because I'm not positive. But I'm telling you, it sure is curious. It sure is interesting. It's interesting that things that have never happened before are happening. It's interesting. Huh? We had an earthquake. Child is just coming to the woman. We had an eclipse. There's signs. She said, when do you, he, he said, you, you, you know... The, the times and seasons. He said, you, you can go outside and look if it's cloudy and say, man, it's going to rain. If it's sunshine, and it... He said, so know these signs. When you see all these things happening. Can I read it one more time? Let me just read that scripture. I just want to read the end of it. Luke 21. He said, you'll see all these things happen. All these things being fulfilled. Scripture's happening. A lot of strange signs. People will be terrified. Then everyone will see the Son of Man coming on a cloud with power and great glory. So when all these things begin to happen, stand up. Look up, for your salvation is near. Amen? Amen. Listen, I hope it's in my lifetime, but I don't know how long I'm going to live. You don't know how long you're going to live. People are going out into eternity every second. So listen, I say, why don't we do two things? I've said this lots of times. Why don't we go ahead and plan on being here another hundred years? Let's work. Let's share the gospel. Let's save. 
Let's enjoy. Let's do. Let, let's act like we're going to be here a hundred years. I'm going to prepare. But why don't we live like today is our last day on earth? Why don't we make things right with people? Why don't we get things right with God? Why don't we say, Lord, I don't know when you're coming for me or for the world. All I know is I want to be ready. Now, I think one reason the Lord didn't tell us exactly the day and the hour, because some people, some people can't handle it. Some people would go out, go crazy, go wild, rack up all their credit cards. They would just have a good old time. The Lord said, no, I want you to occupy till I come. I want you to be ready every moment of every day. I want you to live life. I want you to share the gospel. I want you to keep going to the nations. I want you to keep doing it. But we're going to face some persecution. And don't think it's just over there. It may happen right here. Let's think for a moment. There's people being beheaded. There's people dying for Christ's sake. There's people giving their life. We say that could never happen here. Don't say never. Let's just say, Jesus, let me be able to stand in the day of trouble. Lord, give me wisdom. Give me strength. Father, I thank you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. But I do know that a lot of these signs that you said would happen in the end times, Lord, I think we're beginning to see them. I, I, I think we see wars and rumors of war and pestilence and famines and earthquakes and I think we see your people surrounded is this the beginning of the things to come is Antichrist ready to rise and bring peace to that region is deception right there at the door will persecution come to the church will we stand Will be we be ready to give an account when we're taken before the judges and the magistrates? And will be we will we be ready to give a testimony? Will be we ready to stand and say, "Yes, I'm a child of God. Yes, I'm a Christian." Or will many deny their faith? Let us stand in the day of persecution. Let us stand in the day. Let us keep preaching the good news. Let us keep telling the world Jesus is the answer. Satan is angry. He's waging war against God's people. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. We've read the end of the story. We win. So, Lord, we just put our trust in you today. And we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Lord, you're going to fight for them. Lord, they're, 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 they're doing their part. But when they're completely surrounded and it looks hopeless and they're overpowered and they're outnumbered, then you said you're going to show up and fight for them. So, Lord, help us stand on the side of right. We stand with your people. We are spiritual Jews grafted in the vine. Grafted into the family, which we call you Abba Father. So thank you. Father, I ask if there's one person here today, one person watching by television, one watching online, one on their phone, one at home, one in the prison, wherever they're watching. 
They go, I don't know about all this. I don't either. I don't know when it's all going to happen. I don't either. I'm not sure when Jesus is coming. I don't either. But I know I need to be ready. I know today I'm ready. Are you? If you were to die today, are you 100% sure you'd go to heaven? Are your sins forgiven? Are you serving God? Are you living for the Lord? Or have you been away from God? Are you out of church? You're living a rebellious lifestyle. You've left the church. You've left your relationship with God. You're doing your own thing. Today is the day. This is the hour. Come back to your relationship with God. Get right with Jesus. And then start spreading the good news that Jesus loves you. If you can't say with a surety that you're ready to meet the Lord today, would you pray with me? Would you say, Dear Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I've sinned. I've failed. I've been living my own life. I'm away from you. But today, I want to restore and renew my relationship with you. Today, I want to give my heart to you for the first time. Today, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. He is the Son of God. He died on the cross for me. He rose again, and He lives and He is coming again for me. And I want to be ready. Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord, my Savior, my friend. Jesus, I'm ready. Whenever you come for me, I'm ready. Now help me live my life every day. Ready, not afraid of what's coming or going, not afraid of all these things happening in the world, but just looking up and sharing the love of Jesus wherever I go. Come on, church, say it with me. I'm ready. Jesus, I'm ready whenever you come. Let me do my part to share the good news with everyone I know. Father, I just thank you for your blessings on your people. Give them a great week. Father, prosper, bless, keep, cover them with your blood. And Father, let us look up in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor